Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <laughs> the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's up? Not much, how are you? I'm great, man! Glad no problems. to hear it. Yeah. What's uh, happened since I saw you last? Nothing. Nothing? I watched a little bit of The Watch and I texted you about it. I'm like, is this worth watching? I don't... How much I did can't... you watch? I like oh, about the new one on Netflix? Yeah. The guy in the window or something? Yeah. Is it good? I watched like... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I watched, I don't know how many episodes there are. I probably got through like three and a half. Oh, you watched quite a few. Yes, and then I was like, you know what? You just get that feeling Let sometimes. me Google this <laughs> and right? see where this story's headed. And then there's a, this giant article uh, that basically this movie is, you know, supposedly taken from. So I started reading the article, and then I just read the whole oh, thing. It's yeah. like Isn't five pages long. Based on By the time story? I got to the end of it, I was like, oh, well, I already know it, so I just stopped. So Is that what it if says? you want to watch it, don't go to the art. Don't Google it, because, you know, sometimes you go like, hey, this is just a quick story of this. And you're like, okay, I'll continue watching it. But as I read this, it took me 25 minutes to read because I'm an idiot. By the time I got to the end of it, I was like, all right, I know what happens. Is it supposed to be a true story? Is that based the on a true pitch? story. Okay. I turned it on and watched 10, 15 minutes, realized it was, I thought it was a movie at first, realized it was a series, and I was like, hmm. And I just got that feeling like, I don't know, maybe not now, maybe later. Right. And I put it in the, you know, what maybe later I'm in the mood, but I, I know I'll never be in the it's mood It's just, again. Uh, these people buy a house, right? Okay. And it's this house they've always wanted. Yeah. And they start getting letters. And the letters are basically like, you know, greed has brought you here. I've been watching the house for two decades. My father watched it two decades before. Watched it. And then start right, the watcher. Okay. And then says, you know, it's my job to watch the house. And then it starts, you know, like, you know, I don't know, like, are your, kid, are your kids are growing old or, get, you know, what just like hell? talking stuff about the family. But they're all like letters left in the mailbox, right? But they take it to the cops. The cops can't do anything. You know, same thing. 
I just had Dennis, this feeling. You got, like, was, weird it, letters like that at your house? I yes. did. Almost exactly. Well, this I mean, is, it was years ago. 15 years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. It might have only been like 10. Maybe. It, yeah, it was probably about 10, 11 years ago. A long time ago. ago, but yeah, I got it. Yeah. That's why I was kind of interested. I was like, well, I wonder what they're going to do. I wondered if it would freak you out because yeah. based on a little bit that I knew from the trailer and what I'd read, it seemed like it was kind of... It was really similar. Really similar. But th- without spoiling anything, I got the impression that this show, I guess maybe not because it's a true story, I assumed just in the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought, is this going to be like a Shutter Island kind of thing? Is there going to be a twist here at the end? Is there some big twist to this okay. plot that I'm supposed to be figuring out? And that's when I was like, I'm not. If there's supposed to be a twist, I'll just I'll go back to it later. Okay. And now based on what you've said about it, watching three episodes and reading the rest... Also, it had good reviews when I first turned it on. It's down to 50% now and 37% well, I think audience. people are upset about it because then I went and read about it. And people were upset about it. And I don't think it's because it's bad. It's because they added a lot of stuff that didn't happen. Okay. So it's like based on a true story. But there's like some, like I'll tell you, like there's like one of the pets dies. Okay. And they're like, yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, that kind of stuff. Right. Okay. Like that kind of stuff. And like the family, the Kids, what's different in the story and in this article is that the kids and the wife never moved in. Okay. So they weren't actually living there. But I guess that doesn't make for a good story if the kids and wife never move in, right? And so we I know understand by now, why based on a true story, it means mean like, a yeah, lot of different we, things. It's just based on it. And, you know, they did a lot of this. A lot of it's right, but then they just added stuff to make it, you know. I'll just give you a couple of reviews here. The first one uh, from Robert. Mystery. What mystery? He gives it one star out of five. Um, this person says the acting is fine. This is Mike. The acting, the acting is, is fine. pretty good. I mean, it's Bobby Carnival or whatever his name the is. The guy from Vinyl, right? Yeah, he, I love yeah. him. He's great. The acting is fine, even good. Uh, but the but boy, this series is a heaping pile. Red herring after red herring. And then a doozy of a twist. Okay, so there's a twist that's hard to swallow. So there you go. But then some people say, for now, I really like it, but I haven't finished watching it. Well, right. maybe before you write the review, I would go ahead and... Finish watching it. I think most no, people are hey, like three, four episodes in. So this, up to this point, has been enjoyable. Yeah, that's and they did take. They said that right. because anytime someone, uh, you know, talked when I talk to people on Instagram and they'll say, "Did you watch this?" If I really like something, like Dahmer, I really liked Dahmer. Three episodes in, but I made sure to let people know I'm not finished. But so far, and then by the right. end, I felt like I needed to go back and tell them. That dragged a little bit right? Okay. <laughs> t- towards the end there. You know what you should have been doing, though? What? There's new Unsolved Mysteries last night. Mm, come on, man. You know you wish now that you hadn't wasted all that time freaking yourself out, reminding yourself about those letters you used to get in your I didn't mailbox. freak myself out. Part of it was like, dude, just call my uncle. Right. Well, not everyone can do that. I know. Well, but I mean, I mean just the way, it, you know, uh, it was like, really? These cops can't figure this out? But again... It was really similar because I took the letter that the person dropped off my house to the cops. Like, yeah, I can't do anything. Right. That's how. So really, that was basically the same thing. And we kept bringing the letters, and and they were like, yeah, there's no real threat here. And he's like, what are you talking about? Which is the same thing that happened to me. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? There's no threat here. The letter says, do you want to meet God? Ah, there's only one way to do it. And the guy's like, yeah, this is. Do you want to? Yeah. I'm like. I think it's a rhetorical question, officer, but, you know. I was watching something last night, a, a documentary, some crime thing. They said, when you're being stalked, and this was a cop in the interview, said, when you're being stalked, if the person hasn't done anything to you yet, you're basically, you're screwed because we can't do anything to him yet. Even if right. he's been making pretty 
overt threats. If he says things like, I'm never going to let this divorce go through. I'll never let this happen. He has to kind of say, I'm going to kill you right. for us to you know, make this an easier court battle. Right. So even if you know he's watching you and you see him across the street and he's intimidating you, a lot of times we can't do anything and you just go right. hide it. I'm like, we should maybe have a better system right. for of that. Course. You know? Well, and they did the same thing, like, in that movie, the same thing the cops did here with me. Like, eh, we'll send a patrol car around your house. Like, it was really eerily similar. So, But it, that didn't freak you out? Well, no, because it's been over for 10 years. I know who the I, guy is. That's true. I, when I saw the Watcher I thing, I thought of you. Home. When I first saw the trailer for the Watcher, it reminded me of your uh, letter incident. And I thought for the first time ever, I don't know why, but what if your guy and my what guy is the same was, guy? Right. What is I that thought, possible? It, for sure. What I thought was interesting, too, is that how everybody becomes a suspect. Yes. And in my is, head, everyone, like, I thought Slim was doing it. I know, it. I know. And it wasn't like I thought he was doing it. To like, scare to you. Sca- well, I thought, like, maybe, dude, if in this a is a way. joke, and now you're at a spot where you're like, damn, I did not think. He got the cops involved. Right, I didn't yeah. think he would get weird about it. I was going to tell him it was just, you know what I mean? I remember you asking me, you said, just look, man, I won't be mad. Just swear to me. And I'm not saying I even think that it's you, but I just got to know. You don't know, and it's not you. I was like, no, it is not me. And you try when it's when your friends or your family or whatever, you're trying not to be accusatorial, but you're like, well, who would drive a, who knows where I live? Yeah. It's got to be one of you people. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that it wasn't. So there you go. It was the exact same time I was getting those letters and I was getting emails. Right. Yeah. But the same thing, you know, putting Google Maps on there and everything. And then when the cops came to talk to me, they're like, oh, well, we've subpoenaed, you know, we put in a request with Sprint. We need to get the cell phone records. We're going to figure out, you know, where these came from. And then I never heard from them again. But also around that time, your case got solved. Right. I, I never put two and two together and thought, I guess it could have been the same guy. But the way that your dude was doing it was, it seemed like different people, didn't it? My guy was it much did, more yeah. direct and angry, and yours was way more kind of creepy and... Weird. Yeah, indirect. Right. For sure, but just unsettling. Whereas mine's like, okay, well, that's a threat. So, you know, if we could find that person. Right. But for people who don't understand, your uh, uncle, who I think is... You're as close to him as people can be with an uncle that didn't raise sure. him. I mean, Lazlo's really exactly. close. They talk on the yes. phone still. Uh, so very close uncle of yours. It was a cop his entire life. Yes. A detective. Right. So he was able to give you I called points. him and said, hey, this is what's going on. This is the letter I got. You know, and then a couple weeks later, here's some text messages from this number. And I was like, but I don't know if they're the same people. He's like, okay, well, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like working in radio and i'm like you know at that time, time. You know, 15 years and he's like has this ever happened before and i'm like no and he's like and now you got like three incidences in a month i'm like yeah he's like probably the same guy huh he's like you know i'm just only a homicide detective for <laughs> right. a while but go ahead and you know just run with that lead and put it all on him and then i had some information yeah that when you first got that first batch of information and started to kind of uh unravel the mystery mm-hmm. a little bit I really thought you were on the wrong track. I just remember thinking, like, there's no way. There's no way this can be it. And you were, like, you know, texting me and calling me, like, yo, get this. I think I found this. Doesn't it sound like the same person? You were full-on detective mode. How long did it take you to solve? Well, once my uncle was able to figure out the last name of the person. Yeah. And then when I got in touch with that person and told them, they were defiant about it in the sense that they were like, you'll never catch me. 
You don't know who I am. Oh, they. Okay. Right. And then I sent them their mother's social security number. That's what it was. And said, why are you still on your mom's friends and family plan? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, what? what? And then oh. there was a really like, oh, S. Wasn't it an immediate apology after yes, that? Yes. Yeah. But, but I said, if you're the person who left the note at my door, like I didn't know if they were the same. And they were like, no, I would, this was just a texting thing you know i got your information from this i would never drive to anyone's house that crosses a line i would never do and i was like all right i believe you there could be two separate things here but i'm taking these text messages to the police who already have the letter that was left at my door which i didn't tell him they told me they couldn't do anything about right i said already have the letter at my door putting these things two together and i'm yeah. i'm just turning it all over if it's just these text messages you were sending me i'm guess it's probably not a big deal so i wouldn't worry about it yeah and they're like okay great thank you and then later that night i got an email like damn man it was me oh, there was like, a delay yeah, okay. there's like you know some hours to sit around and think about it. like don't go to the cops don't tell my mom don't <laughs> don't call my work you did take it sort of easy on him though right you could yeah, have done more, as I recall. I just said, like, you know, I think I said, you know, you know. He wasn't a little kid. No, I said, you know, if you, I, you know, I think I probably threatened him. Like, you know, if you come around my house again, I'll kill you. you like, I, I know where you live. I will <laughs> yeah. come over your house. I will kill you. I promise you. And I'm sure that threat. Like, I know. Right. <laughs> right. And like, you know, that's it. Like, I know you say you were just kidding, but I'm not. Yeah. Like, I got two kids at home. If you ever drop a letter off of my house, I swear to God, I will drive to your house and kill you. He Over could be and done listening with. right now. Right. Over and done with. And, you know, he was like, I understand. I promise I'll never do it again. I was like, all right. And that was it. I didn't, you know, what else am I going to do? Does that make him the watcher or you the watcher? That makes well, sense. He was the watcher. Yeah, but then I did call. tell him, like, and the other thing I will do is start leaving notes at your mom's house. <laughs> like, Which I'll turn this all the way around, man. Like, I will. You don't know. I am. I'm yeah, don't do Don't piss off crazy, Laszlo. man. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm good. Good. Glad good. to hear it. Yeah. I uh I gotta say. Oh, I was... freaked out from the watcher. Yeah, I know no, it's got I'm I'm being you... honest, it didn't at all. What freaked me out a little bit was like, wow, there's more people who have gone through like to me it was more like I mean this guy to me, I think this person messed with me because of what I do for a living. Yeah, yes. I sure. was surprised that it was just some random dude who bought a house who also gets like, does this? Well, that adds that to made it. me Why? think like, what's, what's the motive? Does this happen all the time, dude? Just random people drop off letters at people's houses and oddly, quote unquote, threaten them, unthreaten yeah. them. Like, Vaguely. does this happen all the time? Right? Like, it's like their childhood home. What's right. the motive? Because I understand that it happened to me and you. I don't yeah, condone it, but I understand how. People would get that information and then be mad at us or think they're messing with us or whatever, right? Taking yeah. a joke too far. Who knows? I understand that because, you know, we're here every day. I really was kind of like, that guy was like an insurance broker. My guy was mad at me for something I'd said to Meredith. Yeah. Do you remember that? That's what he was mad about. And I, I think my guy was, was mad at me because I was unreligious, I think. Is that what it was? Which is even more scary, right? right. I'm like, man. Well, that's it. I remember it's like, you know, you talk bad about God. you want to meet him? And I'm like... Mm. And and you don't know who it is, right? No. How do I meet him? <laughs> That's when the cop was like, "Well, it's not really a threat." I'm like, "Well, I'm pretty sure there's only one way to meet God." I remember that. 
And he's like, yeah, that. but, you know, I don't know. Maybe he just wants you to maybe go to church. Die I'm old like, age. Oh, yeah, meet him at that church. Way. I didn't, really <laughs> yeah. didn't take the letter that way. I've seen the pamphlets. I thought maybe, thought maybe he'd call, you know? Usually, I got a buddy of mine uh, that I'm friends with now who's real religious, right? He, yeah. He's always asked me to go to church. Never really, like, it's never said, do you want to meet God? That yeah. wasn't, no. And not sign the letter and drop it up right in crayon and put it in my mailbox. <laughs> right. With a really creepy smiley <laughs> face on it. Right. He's never done that, you know? Yeah, that was so ridiculous with this. That I remember right. that now. Uh, and the thing is, too, if you know who's threatening you and you've got someone, an ex or whatever, that would be horrifying, right? You, right. you they're, they're making threats. The cops are saying they can't do anything. But there's an added element. We as humans, we get really freaked out about the unknowns. So when you're getting letters from you don't know who it is. Yeah. I mean, that's... And then it kicks you in. Like, not only that, it kicks you into, like, your mind goes into overdrive. Like, you're like, okay, is it snow cone? Like, right. You is start it getting someone paranoid. I know? Is it someone who's mad at me? Is it slim fast? Like, who is, right? Yes. That's when you start thinking. And then, you know, at that point, I was married. So I was married with two little kids at home. I remember calling home. Do you remember that? Yep. Like, calling home and Checking no on. answer. Mm-hmm. I left here. Like, I got to go. Like, what? Right? You were totally freaked out. And yeah. I've, we've all seen those stories before. And it's before. just like we were at the pool, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. you got to let me know. go to the pool. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, every time you see one of those stories, it seems like at some point in the arc, the person who's being threatened starts to become paranoid. Yeah. And, and not trust anyone around them because you're trying to figure out it who happened the to me. It was only a month. Yeah. It didn't you take know? you very long to, uh, to look me in the eye. I think that was pretty early on. I guess you were probably just wanting to make sure you got all the... Uh, Obvious suspects. Right. Here's about. all the people I see every day. Yeah. Right. Are you doing this? Because if, it, if you thought it was just, and I'm not mad. If you thought it was just a joke, just tell me. And you're like, no. And I'm like, all right. But in the back of my head, like, I can keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could tell. Because it wasn't just the one cop. There was a couple different right. times. Like, you swear. I'm like, dude, I've already told you. I swear. Right. And your big thing was you thought I was. I could have been freaked out because... You were so freaked out that maybe now I was going to right exactly, which would make sense, right? right? But I would have just told you, like, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, I want to talk to you about your uh, parenting thing because I think I think you're right. I think you're right. We get Snow Cone's advice too. I know he's got a a son who's a lot younger, but all right. I have a parenting question that people can help me via the text line, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do. You think people are going to agree with you? I don't know. I I think I really don't know. Well, I guess that's why I have questions about it. Well, we'll talk about it next. Of course. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, we'll talk about this uh, question I have, but real quick, uh, from the text line, yo, fellas, got a story for you. I'm a delivery driver in KC that listens to your podcast every morning. Well, I'm driving, but this morning was different. This morning, disaster struck. Oh, no. So as a delivery driver, it's a struggle looking for a restroom early in the morning. And this morning, while I was driving looking for one, I was listening to the Slim getting a naked massage segment, and I laughed so hard that I crapped my pants in the car. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and horrible. I'm sorry, but that's Hashtag great. Hashtag need COL boxers merch. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, a little extra pad there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, how often, though, do we make someone laugh so hard they <laughs> their pants? It can't be, can't be daily. What? You can't say the Oh, S my word. God. I'm sorry. You yeah. caught that? Yes. Sorry. I forget, Jesus, man. Uh, You're a professional broadcaster. I know it's 2022. It what am I thinking? We can't talk like that. Uh, All right, my parenting, the parenting question. question. Yes, and now snow cone. Someone doesn't know, know you, about this, I don't know, and I don't know if you can help me or not. Okay, but I mean, you have a kid, so you may go through this at some point. You know, well, you will apparently. Okay, but uh, it was uh, parent-teacher conference days sure. and nights coming up, right? Okay. Yep. Last week. 
And uh, I went to my sixth graders' parent-teacher conference, right? Everything's fine. Boom. He comes with me. Everything's good. We leave, right? But my high school or my kid in high school had parent-teacher conferences that you had to sign up for and then go meet the teachers. And I don't know if they talked to you about your kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't sign up for any of those. Because I'm like, my, he's, in high he's a damn, damn near a grown man. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll be driving soon. Like, do, what, what are you going to show me, his artwork or are something? You're supposed to go like, meet every teacher? Is that what they do? Yeah, like, you, could, you sit yeah. down, like, they, well, you, you walk have through to the say, You can sign up for them, and then, you know, you go and meet the teacher for like 15 class. minutes. Right, and they show you where he goes to school or whatever. And I really, I didn't sign up for any of them. But then after I didn't do it, I felt... Weird about it. Well, I'll tell you what made me feel a little bit weird about it because I did go through like, okay, maybe I'll do this, right? Sure. So I went through the app where you do it, and I clicked on it to see if you could how you booked a time. Like, how does this work, right? Yeah. So I clicked on it, and it was like, pick a time, and I clicked on it. And then all of a sudden, like, I thought it would say, like, confirm or something, right? Yeah. And it just said, uh, your parent-teacher conference with the Spanish teacher has been scheduled. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so then... Uh, Oops. I was like, damn. He's probably like, what? Right. Well, that's it, because apparently my kid was in Spanish at that time, and the teacher goes, oh, your dad just signed up for a parent-teacher conference. And he goes, he did? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? that is not, are you sure? And you're and an then, involved dad, though. You're Right, but he was like, yeah, but then with like uh, in a couple of minutes, she goes, ah, he unscheduled it. He goes, okay, well, I don't know what's going must on. Must have been a mistake. Right, must have been, he doesn't know what he's just checking my grades, right. doesn't know. Because I do check their grades all the time, and I am involved in their schoolwork, yes. right? And I do... You're involved Coach in their, lives. their sports. Like, I spend a ton of time with them, you know. But that was the one thing. I was like, do you really need to talk? Like, I don't know. We're all adults here now. He's, a, for the most part, and I'm not saying he's an adult, but he's getting there. He needs to handle it. If you have a problem with him not doing his work, talk to him. Right. And then if it's, if it's something you feel like you need me to step in and help, then call me. Yeah. And, and the other way around. Like, it's- if I see, like, he's failing, then I'll then I would set up this conference, but he's not. So last time I saw he had like, you know, four A's and three B's. I, what do we got to talk about? He's doing right. fine, right? And like, isn't high know. school supposed to be a bridge between, you know, right. middle school and college? I right. think of high school as like they've got a ton of students I coming think that's in. They're why only you, there for like, and Look, minutes. I'm not the guy. Like I know people are like, oh, well, you used to, you know, stay out till the streetlights came on. And, you know, and I, I remember Drink going house to house yeah. instead oh, of oh. trunk or treats or whatever. I'm like, shut up. Who cares? Times change. You know what? My dad put me in the back seat of a car with a cooler on my lap and no <laughs> right, seat uh, child or seat or no seat belt. I'm not saying we shouldn't go back to that either, by the way. It's dangerous, right? Exactly. And he smoked in the car three packs a day with the windows up. like Because it was chilly. Because <laughs> it was cold. Yeah. Like, you know what? Deal with it. We shouldn't go back to all of that. But there is a little bit like I'm like, okay, if we're going in and talking, are these are the kind of people who go to like their with their kid to their first job interview. That's like, my question. Did they do it when you guys were in school? I do not recall my mom or dad. I remember coming to meet my I, high school teacher. No. no, if I had a problem, the assistant principal called them. Right, you got in yeah. trouble. Or if, my, if I got like a bad grade, then maybe my dad would call. Him. My mom would call me like, "Hey, what do we got to do to try to fix this?" Right. And then after, I think by the time I got into the 11th grade, the teacher was like, it's unfixable, sir. <laughs> right. By then, right? it's like, he's like, damn. Like, you're 99% through with this. So I have to say that it is what it is. Now right. I start looking at trade schools or something. Right. Get a plan together or right. don't. I don't care. But like, he I, needs to come to school with a plan, right. sir. I'm not. right now he looks like he's planning. But I would think that my teachers in high school, if my mom went to all those different classes, all those different teachers, a lot of those teachers would probably be like, I don't really know Reed. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's in my class. Right. 
they have so many students that come through there throughout right. the day, and it's 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 you know it's I know it's not the same as college, it's not the same as a college lecture, but it's closer to that than it is elementary school. Right. I mean, they're not asking me about my feelings and telling me, you know, if I get in trouble, like you said, they would just send you to the office, and then you're going to get a call from the administrator. Right. And again, if I had, if he was struggling in a class, I probably would have signed up for that conference. Right. Like, if they're like, hey, he's What's failing Spanish, I'd be like, all right, how do I get him into French? Like, you know, yes. right, it's my job to try to make this work for him. Yes. Right? So how do I do my that? My mom talked on the phone to my Algebra 2 teacher a couple times. I right. remember. Yep, and it was sure. because I was having a horrible time. And I was going right. to have to go to summer school to finish Algebra 2. Right. And But I don't remember her going in there. Right. She may have at some point, but I certainly don't remember, a, okay, it's open house. Do the kids go with you, or are you supposed to go and meet them without go the kids by, there? by myself, I think. Is that how it works in elementary school, too? You go to well, the Well, I think they do sometimes, but, I mean, I will say, you know, I also want to be mindful of this because I never had a teacher that, I, like, shaped me at all. I yeah. never had a teacher connect with me. Never. So I always thought, like, man, teachers suck. Like, there was nobody who I was like, oh, man. You have inspired me. Yeah. Not one. I've had coaches, right, but never a teacher. And so... Uh, Which sucks, honestly. Right. It does. But I just thought nobody did. But now I see, like, my boys have had really good teachers that inspire them. Yeah. And then they've also had bad teachers. Mostly. I feel like I had mostly bad teachers. My boys have had really good teachers. And my youngest, Chacho, sixth-grade teacher is just... I, I mean, like, you, the way she talks to him and handles things with him or calls me about problems like you're like i wish i had this woman in my life i think the last email i sent to her said was both my boys are lucky to have had you in their life yeah like and i believe that like she's great remember and she needs to know that you know uh so i uh for hers i don't know if they all do it but she's like hey when you come in for your parent teacher conference bring chacha with you and i want him to lead it I want him to say hey these are the things we've done here's my work here's this and then we can discuss it together yeah. And like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so, but, uh, you know, some of them, yes, some of them, no. I had one in elementary school and one in high school, which is great. Right. I thought a lot of people did, but apparently not, because no. you said you never did. But I do know that growing up, when they were doing those parent-teacher conferences, I mean, I was an anxious kid. I was anxious about everything. Right. But I just about crapped my pants every time there was going to be a parent-teacher conference, because I thought for sure, and a lot of times I was right, that right. I was going to get a stern talking to when my parents got home. What I didn't realize until I was older is that my mom was going in there and defending me a lot of times. Right. And saying, like, look, you know, I can't change who he is. And, no, right. he's probably not going to be an algebra teacher or an architect right. or whatever, you know, you need to be good at math for, probably a lot of things, an engineer. He's not going to be doing that. He's right. going to have to find something else that works for him. But I, I know now that there was pushback. And I do know that she got in a fight with one of my teachers just because he's, he was trying to be funny. I felt bad for him. And he said something about... Because there were other parents there. So there's a bunch of parents in the room. And just like, you know, meet the teacher. Right. And he's talking and he says something. He's like, you know, well, except for Reed. You know, something like that. He, was trying to, right. he and I got along. My mom was furious. Right. Furious. So she was pretty defensive of me, even though I think at times, sure. well, most of the time, I was the problem. Sure, and I can be defensive of them too. But I don't know. I just thought like, you know. Did you get scared for those things though? Do you remember that feeling? Yeah, of course. But I was a bad student. Me too. Like, I don't think my... Kids get scared. That's what I'm saying. Your kids aren't even thinking about it. No, because they're not bad they students. Care. Right. You right. and I. So, yeah, it was I don't horrible. know about you, Snowcone. We used to have they to put like, together you know, packets. Hey, like, you know, my dad would be like, all right, well, you know, after dinner, well, let's go. I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, 
parent-teacher conference. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not. Oh, uh, what? I don't have any type of dialogue prepared for this. <laughs> Wait, he's got his trench coat on. Him and my mom are walking in the car. I'm like, do I go with? Like, no. Oh, I wanted what to go because I wanted to try and get right, in the middle. Too. Like, let me distract. Right, me I'm like, do yeah. I go? Like, I got to try to like, I got to run massage this situation. <laughs> yes. This is they just get those three people get in that room together and talk about me. That is, this, this is, is bad. bad. Yes, very, very bad. Losing sleep at night, bad. Yep. And the worst ever. I had a teacher one year that said, "All right." She handed everyone uh, Manila envelopes in class one day, and she says, "Okay, uh, I'm going to go by one by one. I'm going to drop off all of your previous quizzes, tests, and homework. I have it all here saved with all of it, all the grades on it." I'm like, right. "Huh?" And so she brings these to our desk. Here it is. Everything I've taken that year, all the grades, all the stuff I've missed, I'm supposed to put it in this manila envelope and then decorate the envelope, and then they're going to give that to my mom and dad at parent-teacher night. So I just wrote on the cover of the envelope, I'm very, very sorry. (laughs) Because I knew, like, this is it. I was so stressed about that. And, I mean, I think that was a day or two before it was supposed to happen. I literally, I was losing sleep because it was, I was a bad student. If you're a good student, I'm guessing that stuff isn't even a memory when you're older. You probably completely forget about parent-teacher conferences. Yeah, That's I, not a yeah. thing. Or, you know, even worrying about grade cards. All I that just stuff. remember the first one I got was bad. Like, you don't know it's coming. Yeah. That was my thing. And it's I remember unknown. they sent them home. And I remember I was over at a friend's place. My mom showed up at their house. It was just down the street. So she walked down the street, and she was like, um, hey, I need you to come home. And I'm like, why? What's up? And she was like, you know, well, we got your report card. And she's trying to be cool about it, right? <laughs> but I don't know that it's bad at this point. In my head, I'm doing fine. Like, sure. I don't know, right? I'm, I'm an idiot. idiot. I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. I do everything everybody else does. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, I'm thinking, like, we're going to go buy new shoes or something. Sweet. Let's go. I'm like, how'd I do it? I was like, you used to get a scale of one to five. And she goes, all fives. And I was like, I just remember, like, all of the blood leaving my like that feeling. Oh I can no! Feel it now. Oh no! No! And the kid I was playing with, he looked at me like, "No, man!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh lord!" The the only thing I had good on my test or on my uh, paperwork for parent teacher that I can recall in my entire ten years as student, public school student, was in PE class. They gave them a thing, and I had a good uh, BMI. That was my high-ranking right. thing, and I don't recall. I mean, that I, I remember this, so that must have been the only time I excelled at anything. It was just being skinny. That oh, was the right. only thing. <laughs> Everything else was bad. And well, I mean, was, I'd started for me in kindergarten. Like, I remember too. they called me in with my mom and my dad. Did you get in trouble a lot in, in class? Yeah, but I remember the big thing was they called me in because you had to color, I remember this so vividly, you had to color a Christmas bulb, right? Oh, okay. But it had it was, it was like a coloring book page, so it already had the outlines on it, right? Oh, okay. And they would grade you by if you went outside the lines or not. That was the, right. here you go, go inside the lines, we'll grade you on whether you go outside the lines or not. And I'm like, well, the lines are black. So if I just color this Christmas called black, I can't ah. really go out of the lines because no one's going to notice it. So I colored the whole thing black, and they called my parents in like, hey, what's wrong with your psycho domer oh, like kid? satanic panic? Right. They're like, <laughs> the he 80s. colored the whole thing black. You know, I don't know. Is he listening to Metallica? I'm like, and, you know, so they're, everybody's all worried about me. And, you know, I finally... I was like, I don't know, I like black because I thought I was going to get in trouble for right. cheating. Right. right, this is cheating. You think it's cheating? I think it's cheating. And thus like, not begins a, your whole right, exactly. life of just making right. excuses and trying right. to come and up like, with oh, something. I'm like, oh man, now I got to scheme and scam something else. Like ah, but I can't tell them 
that I did it all in black because, right? I'm yep. cheating. I'm trying to cheat the system here. I did it in like two minutes because it was easy. Yeah, and now they're going to And I knew they'd so. give me an A, but they didn't give me an A. Now they they're think, calling right, my parents. I, now they think I'm a serial killer and I'm at six, right? Like, it was frightening. What is the thing, uh, you uh, outside of homework and, you know, like grades, what was the thing, the, the criticism that your parents got about you the most? Was it, are you? He mine doesn't was care. Dis, mine was distraction. He's a mine distraction. Mine was he doesn't care, and he hates authority. Okay. So, so anytime we tell him to do something, he won't do it. Sounds That was right. it. Right. Remember, like, I remember when I joined the Navy, my dad was like, it'd be a good idea. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're the kid that nobody can tell anything to do, including your dad and teachers and principals. <laughs> and I think you should go to a place where literally everyone there will tell you what to do. And I was like. Yeah, it makes sense. I'll try. And that's where you went. Yep. The Church of Laszlo. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo. Yo. All right, we're going to doom scroll in a minute, right? Yes, we are. All right, and, good. Uh, I know you're a big baseball fan. I am. I saw a crazy uh, stat okay. about the World Series this year that I'm assuming you've already seen. Maybe not. Well, I want to talk to you about it next because if you haven't seen it, it's it's – it's crazy. I, okay. I, I mean, I would think by now you'd know what I'm talking about. No idea. Okay. Well, it's one of the main things. If not, it might be the only thing we have time to get to in All the right. first part of Doom Scrolling. But there's we'll plenty of it. other stuff to get to eventually, including magic mushrooms, which apparently Lazo will help you quit smoking. Oh. Yeah, they're doing studies at the university. I mean, if you need some, yeah, I, do. I can get them for you. The Church of Lazlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Well, we're Doom Scrolling. We are. And you said there's some baseball story that I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't aware of. You got the World Series. You're as big a baseball fan as I know. I love baseball. You love baseball. And I saw this statistic this morning or this fact or whatever. Okay. And I was shocked by it. And I, but then I start looking for it. And every time I go to look for more information, it just keeps coming back to this one article. So maybe people aren't talking about it a ton. And you don't obviously know what I'm talking about I when I say, oh, isn't this a crazy stat about the World Series? But I saw this thing this morning that says this World Series is projected to have no black players. Oh. For the first time in basically forever since integration, right? Wow. So now there are people of color, but they're talking about African-American ballplayers. Right. Not Dominican or right. Cuban. Right. And, and in the article, they talk about how race has different currency in different countries. You know, it means different things. And, and uh, 
someone of color from the Dominican order, they may identify as as black, but it, it, they say it is different. Sure. And they, they spoke with well, the they were uh, saying African Americans. Yes, and they right. spoke with Not the head Cubans. of the head of the Negro Leagues Museum in Kansas City. Right, and you know he talked about how this 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 shows we have a problem. We need to figure out what's going on here. And it reminded me of there was an episode of Real Sports, which is a show that even if you don't like sports, it's good. It's yeah. a good show. And uh, Chris Rock was like a guest a presenter on there one time. Do you okay. remember this? And he talked mm-hmm. about baseball and how uh, basically it's changed. And what's happening to uh, baseball and why aren't African Americans interested in baseball the way they used to be? Why don't black people like baseball anymore? When I was growing up, we loved baseball. I followed the Mets. And in 1986, we won it all with Doc, Daryl, Mitchell, and my man Mookie. Back then, almost 20% of all major leaguers were African-American. And I could actually have conversations with other black people about baseball. So I went back and found a graph. Okay. Now these, I believe these stats are from opening day. This isn't World Series. This is opening day percentages. Uh, and if you go back to, like, let's go back to uh, 1983. 18%. Okay? 84, 18%. Now, you start. that's where you start. It seems like it peaks at around that. Okay. 18.9%, something like that. Then it starts to dip, and it just continues a really, really steady march down. Drops about a percentage point a year or a little more. And then you get, so 1990, you're at 16%. 2000, you're at 12%. By 2010, you're at 7.8%. And this year, uh, I think they said it was 6 point something percent. It was the lowest. It continues to, to drop. So why is this happening? It's crazy to think. That there would be no African-Americans. Do, do people have theories? Yes. And if you watch that Real Sports episode, I don't want to misquote that because it's been a while right. since I've seen it, but I know he gives some theory, theories. I mean, you, I mean, I guess, boy, in the 80s that means. But, I mean, I do think baseball has gone the way of soccer, which is, like, it's not expensive to play soccer, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just put a ball on a field and... One other person, I guess, and you're playing soccer, right? Sure. Same with basketball. You might, you don't even need. And there's, there's courts, right? even if they're right? not great courts. There's courts, right? There's courts. But with soccer, it just became a club sport mm-hmm. where it costs money to go play, and it you play year round, and your parents have to be able to afford for you to be a part of this club. And then you have to travel. And is this like an attempt to, to say, trail. hey, we, we think if you're going to do this, why not be the best? And maybe one day, maybe you're taking maybe, this seriously. Right? Everyone if should take, take it seriously. Right, if you're going to take it seriously. So it's gone, like soccer has gone away. That's why people say, well, why can't the United States compete in soccer worldwide, right? Right. Well, we're probably not getting the best players. We're getting the best of the kind of wealthy players. Yeah. Right? And in other countries, that's not the way it is. Right, and so you may. Yeah. I do. I have thought that baseball has gone that way. I don't know if it went that way that early, so it might, you know, throw a little bit of a wrench in my thought process. But you know, now it's club baseball and travel baseball, and everybody has to belong to a club. And if you're going to play at the highest level, your parents have to pay this kind of money. And the bats are five hundred dollars, and the gloves are five hundred dollars. And yeah. you know, the money becomes a real issue for entry. It's right to play with the best of the best. The the the, the money becomes a, an entry level problem, and then <clears throat> the other thing is something we've talked about. If you're a really good athlete, right, and you're 
going to pick, let's take the money equation out of it even, and you're going to pick a couple sports to focus on, right? Yeah. Well, during wintertime, people are at those varsity-level basketball games going crazy, yep. right, in high school. On Friday nights during football season, those stands are full and people are going crazy. And the athletes are treated like celebrities. Right. Go to a soccer game or a baseball game, there's like some parents there. Now find a baseball game. And that's game. it, right? We've talked and might not that. even play at the school. Right. They go use like public diamonds somewhere, right? So there's less interest. So if you're a really good athlete, you might be like, well, I could do any of these. The other part of that is uh, the payoff. And I don't know if we talk about it enough, but and maybe it doesn't even have any equation, but this would be my thought process too. If I'm a really good athlete, I know, okay, I'm playing football. I can do three years of college and then get to the NFL yeah, and make my money. And now even with name, image, likeness, I'll be able to make my money before that. If I'm in basketball, I may not even have to go to college. I could go to one year in the D League or Europe or something and then go make millions of dollars. If I play baseball, uh, the best players in the world are doing four to five years in the minor leagues. Right. Making nothing. Making nothing. I mean, they were just sued because they paid so little, so little uh, you know, poverty wages for baseball players. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball was sued. So if you're thinking for, like, instant gratification, it's football not, yeah. and basketball are number one, right? And if you're looking for, uh, you know, long-term goals but shorter time of gratification, football and basketball are number one. Yep. Like, I know I can get paid. Baseball is like, well – Okay. And soccer is like, he is never getting paid. Yeah, unless you move to another country. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Unless you move to another country, become one of two players on one of these MS, MLS yep. teams, right? Yep. Like, some of those guys get paid. But really, a lot of them are making teacher salaries being professional athletes. Yeah. Well, you seem to have nailed it because the article I found this morning is from Cronkite News, and it was talking about, you know, African-American interest in baseball or lack thereof said that they started to notice this decline in 1994. Okay. And they were wondering, okay, what's causing this? And they said, um, you know, theories vary. I'll just read this to you. Theories vary as to why African-Americans continue to lose interest in the sport. Tolleson High School baseball coach Scott Richardson believes baseball is becoming increasingly less affordable, particularly for minorities. Sure. He says, quote, I think one of the factors is lack of opportunities, he said. It used to be where everybody in your town played on the little little league teams, and it was very affordable. But then... The club and travel came along, which is exactly what you're talking yeah. about, pushing people away from more uh, diverse cultures. He says, right. it's not uncommon for a kid that wants to play club baseball to pay $800 a season with monthly dues. A lot of kids in poor populations have a tough time paying for that. Yep. With basketball, all you need is a basketball. You go down to the park by yourself or with a friend with baseball, you can't do that anymore. Then uh, the next thing he says, another factor he believes is it, is more of a skill sport rather than one where athleticism can cover up deficiencies and fundamentals, as is the case for basketball and football. Quote, you can be the fastest guy, uh, the guy with the highest vertical jump, the strongest arm, but baseball is still kind of a skill game. It is, To be successful sure. at baseball, it takes a lot of time, a lot of repetitions, and unfortunately, today in the United States, you need to have some money to get those repetitions. No, that's, that's exactly true, and saying. that's why you can see people make fun of it and they laugh at it, but you can see guys who are out of shape who are throwing the ball 102 miles an hour. It's like, well, I don't really need to go to the weight room. I practice this one thing. Yeah. It's one thing I practice over and over and over again. That doesn't mean they're less of an athlete or more of an athlete. 
It's just it is a different skill set at times. And they mention a couple other things like baseball's uh, inability. You can be the fastest guy in the world, but if you can't hit a baseball, you don't get on first. That's it. Right? So Uh, it is what it is. Go to the Olympics, I guess, or something. Try that. But, yeah, baseball is going to take a ton of practice. Right. That's why people don't go right out of high school. And what was the last one? Like maybe Dave Winfield? Uh, there were other theories. Uh, one of the coaches that they talked to said that MLB has not done a good enough job of trying to um, speed the game up. That, that basically, there's a, sure. our culture has changed a little bit. The idea of sitting and watching this game that's kind of slow paced. Yeah, it, but then but, why? You but know, then is it still baseball? You know, right. I don't know. Take that out. It's baseball, and it's not like the percentage of Latin Americans. Yeah. Is less. That number keeps going up. Yes. And it's not like oh well, they wouldn't be interested in the speed of the game, right? They said uh, changes include decreasing time between pitches, but they haven't been significant. Uh, they say baseball's lack of action also contributes to the reluctance of black kids to play. Quote, it used to be a fun game. It wasn't so analytically driven. It wasn't smart people that were playing. It's a bunch of robots that are in the game now saying that it's all about numbers. That's right. all anyone cares about, which takes the fun out of baseball and makes it less appealing to a kid who just wants to go play a sport. Okay. But if it's a club sport, that goes back to your thing. If it's a club sport and the parents, they have the money, and they're like, hey, let's right. go do this. And, you know. The kid goes and does it. And it Someone tells him, yeah, you know, I think you've got some potential. Well, dad, right. I've got potential. Let's let's pay this money. But to see really any professional sport in the United States being played at a championship level and there are no African-American players is shocking to me. Well, I mean, also, I mean, you know, to draw the comparison, also baseball has become very regionalized. Yes. And I bet you there's like been football. a Stanley Cup. Yeah. That's happened. So, I mean, is baseball That's just true. becoming hockey marginalized to hockey. the point to where it's just baseball's just hockey yeah. for America? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I know there's, we have Canadian teams and hockey has American teams, but really, baseball's just hockey for America? I guess. I mean, it's, right? it didn't used to be, though. That's the no, thing. No, it didn't used to How be. How do you bring it back? And I know when they talked to the head of the Negro Leagues Museum in Missouri, he was saying the same thing. We got to bring it back. I think what we need, we need more diamonds. Some rich person needs to start building diamonds right. to get kids playing again, a p- public diamonds. And then I think we need a new Sandlot, like a relaunch of it, right? Oh, I mean, look, it's movie. a timeless movie. I think it's great, but maybe remake right. it. I get it. You know, get a whole new generation. How many kids played baseball in the last 30 years or 25 years because they loved that movie? Probably a lot. Right. I mean, that movie, I was a kid, you know, when that came out, everyone I knew Loved that movie. Went and saw it at the theater multiple times if they could. They suddenly wanted to play about, And I know it's kind of come around now, but the kind of the unwritten rules of baseball, too, that are like... It's hard to figure you know, out. No, but, but also, no, like the, oh, yes. the well, bat I, flips. Exactly. And, you know, which is different than, you know, a, a touchdown. So it's not as exciting. There's no showmanship. Right. I, don't quote me on this. I'm almost certain, though, that that's one of the things Chris Rock discussed. Okay. And I know someone did. I was thinking it was him, but yeah, I, I've heard people mention that. I mean, that, they like, have hey, gotten to the The other sports are allowing and- it. Yeah, but you know, the NFL, you go back to the 90s and look at what the rules were compared to now. They've definitely right. changed a lot. Baseball has allowed a little bit more. I mean, what is the rule now? I don't even know what the rule is with the bat flip. They do it. I mean, I mean, Major League Baseball promoted it. it they show bat flips and they're like, you know, you still get- uh, this ain't your father's baseball. So they're trying to. Okay. They're trying to. And that's like within the last Two years? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What's your cure for it? More diamonds? I think we need a new Sandlot. That's what I think. Spencer, you're not a huge baseball fan. I'm not. Okay. You like college basketball, and you like football. Yeah, I like KU. I like the NFL. Okay. Okay. But you were never all that into baseball? No, never. I don't know what you do, man. I, I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy. The one thing I don't see mentioned is 
the movies. Make some movies about right. it. That gets I don't know, does it need to be fixed? I don't know. I mean, maybe they maybe you say, "Hey, I don't want to play." Right, and so on. I don't like I don't like the, the sport. We're playing football and it, basketball. It, it, like if you just said there is an entry level problem into high school or college or professional athletics uh, for different minorities, you'd be like, "Okay, we got to fix this." But it, I, it maybe people can yell at me and text well, me and say, but say, maybe yeah. it's just like, well. If you don't like that sport, you don't have to play it. It doesn't interest me anymore. Right, it doesn't interest me, and it's not very popular in the African-American community, and that's okay, right? I mean... I don't know. That's I, mean, I don't think it's good for baseball, but no. it's not necessarily a Certainly cultural problem, maybe. That would be something I'd be interested to ask Bob Kendrick from the Negro Leagues Museum. Right, say, yeah. you know, is How it, should we feel about this? Right, is it like, okay, it's just hockey, doesn't matter. Right, is that a is that a take? Right. Can, that, can that be a take? Is it okay to just say, no, it's just... Times have changed and it doesn't interest us. And it was the sport for so long right. that now there's so many other ways to make money as an athlete. And, right. you know, it's just not a popular one. It's not like and there's no black okay? players, but right. there's none in the World Series. That's right. Did you really? I mean, I didn't know there was none in the World Series. And, and if someone had told you 20 years ago, hey, do you think there'll be a time in your lifetime where there'll be a World Series with no African-Americans? If no. someone told me that, I would have thought there'd been some sort of horrible nuclear fallout or a war <laughs> right, or yeah, something, right? right? The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. You don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. There's more my present than her. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't know why you don't go for the pictures. Pictures last forever. I know. I know. Uh, Lazo. Yeah. You ever thought about uh, quitting smoking? I know you have because I've seen I you have. do it. Although, when I saw you do it, um, let's say you had some anxiety that came along I did. with it. I did. You did it cold turkey. You said, I can do this cold turkey. I don't need any of that Nicorette or any of that stuff. And you were right. You didn't. I think it was, what, five, six months? Nine months. Nine actually. months. Nine months. I never saw you smoke a cigarette. Nope. But you did start to lose my mind. your mind. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's... <laughs> It's if you can true. still say that in 2022, but you were losing your mind. Well, I can say it because I lost my mind. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and Meredith was here at the time, and we both yeah. said, please, we're handing smoke. a cigarette. It's like, smell it. Don't you want it? Just please smoke this right. cigarette. Well, I don't know if this would help with the uh, mental stability when you quit smoking, but researchers at the uh, National Institute of Health are trying to find out the answer because they think psychedelics can help smokers quit. I heard they had this one lady. She smoked for 40 years. Yeah. She can smoke a couple packs a day, maybe even three packs a day. 40 years. She's tried quitting smoking a million times. It goes horribly. She did the mushroom thing, quit smoking immediately. Hasn't smoked since, she said. Okay. Just had the magic mushrooms. Fewer than one in 10 adult smokers are successful in quitting each year. Wow, that's, what is that? I know, but that statistic could soon change with the help of magic mushrooms. Yeah, you heard that right. Researchers at Johns Hopkins Medicine are working with psilocybin, the psychedelic substance found in those magic mushrooms, to help break addictions like smoking. So I guess because this stuff has been illegal for a long time, they weren't allowed to study with it. But this randomized controlled trial expected to start later this year will investigate whether psilocybin, a psychedelic compound found in magic mushrooms, can help people quit smoking tobacco. Hopkins... Hopkins researchers will lead the trial, which will be done in collaboration with researchers at NYU. Now, I've done mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. How does it make you quit smoking? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> people we also like talk about how it cures their depression. Right, yeah. These people who say, I took a bunch of mesh- mushrooms and it reset my mind. And now I don't need SSRIs. You know, I'm just, it's like pushing the reset button. So I don't the reset get that. button for 
the addiction, addiction to, right, right? That's what I want to know. I I don't get. The, I've never had that feeling. I've never woke up the next day and been like, I'm a different person. I have thought like, I wish we'd get more mushrooms again today. Right. But I've never woke up and been like, wow. All right, well, I'll try it. Uh, you need me to help yeah. you out with that? Okay. I like the candy bars. Okay. Where, they must be legal in a couple states, huh, Snow Cone? You're the fish head. Because uh, they sell them now. Like I see people selling them and their candy bars, and they're, they've got barcodes on them, nutritional information, tells you how many grams of mushrooms and psilocybin is in there. Um, well, how many do I need to? How much do I need to take to quit smoking? Eat the candy bar. Eat the candy the bar, thing? and I'll hypnotize you. Well, all right. Well, let's not do that. No, no, no. I'll just just smoking. I'll stick with that. Mm. You know, Lazo's cigarettes are gross. You hate cigarettes. I don't mm. exactly know how to hypnotize, but I think as long as you're open to it, I'm okay. not going to go into your past lives or any of that stuff because I know you don't want to go that route. But when's the last time you did mushrooms? High school. High school. Well, then they should work. Right? That's the other thing I wonder if people who take mushrooms all the time and smoke cigarettes, if they're like, hey, we think this could help you quit. And they bring them in and they do a few mushrooms and like, oh, I don't I don't I didn't even feel that. I'm going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> right. But I think if you haven't taken it in a long time, if you haven't done mushrooms. All right, then, I'll try it. You know, I was scared of mushrooms forever. And Snowcone and I talked about this off the air because someone mailed, allegedly, a bag mm-hmm. of mushrooms to the zoo. We thought it was a bomb. You remember that box? Yeah, of course. I think it was from Vegas. And... uh I, I talked to you, right, Snowcone? Wasn't it you and I that had this discussion about yeah. everyone says, and I think you said it, Snowcone. You said, you know, mushrooms, people think you're going to start seeing pink unicorns when you do mushrooms, and it's just not true. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I feel like I did a lot. I kept doing them. I did more, and I liked it a lot. But I never was. The only thing visually that changed for me was I thought things looked brighter. The TV colors looked wrong. It looked like someone had messed with the settings on my TV, okay. and the colors were a little too bright. But I didn't see dead ancestors, or I didn't see any of that stuff. Hmm. I just felt kind of happy and high. And oddly enough, but did unlike you quit me, vaping afterwards? I didn't. I wasn't trying to. I don't know. Like, should but, I, mean, I have that's tried? The thing. Like, are you supposed to concentrate on? That's what I want to know. I'm going to quit smoking. Or right. Are you just supposed to enjoy it, and then just the next day say, "Okay, I quit smoking." I like, assume I that you must go into it. I'm assuming I'll this, smoke while I'm on them, so I'm not goal. exactly sure. Yeah, so. you're, you're going to want to smoke because mm-hmm. you feel good. Right. But I would assume that that's what you go into it saying, I want to quit. Let me try this. And you're thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. You know, all I was thinking about is, is this going right. to work or not? How do I feel? And, you know, it's, it reminds me a lot of pot. And people are going to say I'm crazy here, but it reminds me of pot, except with pot, you know, you get that kind of... Uh, you know, you get kind of tired. You get in the couch. It helps you fall asleep at night, things like that. And Snow Cone, you've done more mushrooms than me, but what I notice is it, it seems to be almost like a stimulant to me. Yeah. Is that a thing? I mean, I feel awake. Yeah, I, sure. I don't want to go to bed. I want to watch all those movies that have been on my list forever, right. but I never actually felt like starting. Like, let's do that now. Tender Bar. Remember when I texted you about Tender Bar? Yeah. I was high on mushrooms. You were? I, I thought it was a great movie. It I is a great movie. I love Affleck, you know? When he... Oh, I can't ruin it. It's been you out know, forever. You can ruin it. When he gives them the car. Oh, man. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, right? Uh, you should try mushrooms. Other people, though, say that when they do mushrooms, they get very, very lovey-dovey, and they call their grandmother or their mom or whatever and say, I love you. I just wanted to talk to you. That, to me, it sounds like Molly, I, which I get that from Molly. I don't get that. I didn't think that I got that. I didn't think like I should call Lazarus and tell him I love him. Yeah, I just like, hey, Tinder Bar is good. You're right. I just felt happy. Mm-hmm. That was it. But I don't know if it was the same okay. uh, as Molly. Anyhow, what? Else? oh, we're still doing the news here. i got a couple other things to talk to you about, including your kids who play video games, because I know both your kids do. Yes. And I know, it, are they both really good? 
Because Euro's really good. At video games? Yeah, he was like... Yeah, okay. He was really good. I mean, he, I don't know. He could pick up on stuff really quick. It could just be that he was young. I don't know what the threshold is for... Right, really and good. I know maybe they rate everything now in like Fortnite or right. you know, first-person shooters or strategy I games. know Chacho's was really good at that. At okay. least in my mind, he was. Like, he won a lot of games. Okay. I'd watch him be like, you know, victory royale, but he doesn't That's not anymore. easy. Right. Well, and then Euro was really good at the traditional, like... Sega Sonic and, and stuff. stuff, yeah. yeah. He, he could play those games, and he'd go, hey, I need your help with this level. And I'm like, I know I beat this. And I look at it. He would watch me play. I'd lose. And he'd go, I, I, I saw what you did wrong. And then, right. boom, every time he would just right. race through it. That but could I'm be sure there's young, kids though. who are really good at it. So yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, there's always been this debate about video games, especially my generation. I think our parents were like, I don't know if this is good. You're sitting in front of the TV. Doesn't seem healthy, you know. Don't play too many video games. But we've and they also thought for a while, oh well, video games lead to violence. Oh, right? right, you're going to want to go shoot people in real life. You and I fought that stupidity for years here, on the right. air, and I think most of it has been proven to be false. But now there's even more research that says not only are they not bad, they're good because apparently it has a huge impact on a person's ability to control impulses. So not oh. just like uh, I'm angry, I want to yell at you. That that's one. Okay, I can control that. But also, uh, you know, I feel like doing something bad right now. I'm going to do it. Apparently, with if you play a lot of video games growing up. Your impulse control is much better. Also, your ability to remember things that you're being taught. Patterns and stuff. I guess so. I guess so. The news is not all bad when it comes to gaming. So this is according to new research. It says this. Kids who play video games for three or more hours per day performed better on impulse control and memory tests than kids who do not play. That's a lot of it. I mean, that's that's serious video gaming, which... I mean, I've I've not done for years. Really, it's not yeah. really. I know it sounds like a lot to someone who doesn't play video games or someone who doesn't like them, but if you if you like them, playing for yeah. three or four hours, you're just doing it in lieu of watching TV. Right, exactly. And then you think, well, how much TV do you watch? I mean, how how much do you think they play when they're really into a game? It's a f- at least a few hours a day, right? Yeah, I don't know if they do it that much anymore. But you know, to be honest with you, if I go home, my oldest will be in the basement. Playing the show, mm-hmm. and Chacho will be in that front room playing Madden, and, it, and they can play for hours. Oh, right? of course, yeah. And like he'll just keep like I think yesterday he was trying to do may, have Derek Henry run a ninety-nine yard touchdown. Okay, and see that how fast he could do it. Right, and so you can play the game where you play against the defense. You always start out in the same place. I was like, how long have you been trying? He's like, 25 minutes. And it was just the same thing over and over and over again. And then I hear like, holy ass. Oh, yeah. Damn. And I go in, he got tackled at like the five. And he's like, ah. But back again. But in my head, he did finally get it. But in my head, I was like, this is also learning how to deal with failure. That's just it. I right? Agree. Like, I just try this over and over. Like, so that has to somewhat, uh, you know, be applicable to, like, yes. math. Like, and I keep life. getting my timetables wrong, but I'll just try again. If you kind of just put that into trying to win Fortnite or conquer a Mario stage, maybe they think of it like that. I would think that that would be the benefit of uh, – and – they go to, like, YouTube or to other people like you and ask how to beat the game? Problem solving. Right. So maybe also asking questions. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe you didn't play. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't want to ask, and I hate getting this wrong. But if you play a lot of video games, I would think you'd be like, oh, I keep getting it wrong. Hey, how do you do that? 
and it's because that's just a natural thing. Right. And maybe you learn along the way that, you know, having that hissy fit doesn't help. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, but what I'm always skeptical of any uh, study in the news on, you know, on the Today Show or, oh, study finds this crazy link. You're like, okay, but did they go in there looking for that? Right. What's interesting about this is this was just like a, de- a study on the development of child's or children's brains, school age children. And they said it was the largest study on brain development, school age children's brain development ever. And so the, the, the video game thing was part of this. That's like a takeaway. Like, wow, these kids who played for three or four hours a day well, have better impulse control here. and better memory. We have to give them mushrooms. Give your children mushrooms and let them play video games. Yeah. I mean, the guy who started well, Spotify. Are going to be a crappy parent? Oh, look at Snuggle. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to give my kid a phone. Well, fine. We get him a phone, let him play video games, give him some mushrooms, or he'll be behind. Up to you. The guy that started Sounds good, boss. Where's the Where's the guy that started Spotify from? Norway Sweet. or Sweden? Okay, they gave him a computer, right? He says, "Hey, the country gave us all computers. That got me interested in this. I never would have started this company if I hadn't have gotten that government computer. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should give them uh, Xboxes, yeah, Playstations. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't see why that's so crazy. We spend money on crazier things. Of if course. this is true, and they say, "Look, it helps makes them, I don't know, smarter. Isn't memory a part of?" Intelligence makes them a little bit smarter. And impulse control is a huge thing. Sure. That would be a huge thing. So I say give them all Xboxes. Let them play. And mushrooms. And mushrooms. Yeah, I'll get you those. <laughs> the Church of Lazarus. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. I'm serious. She signed Stop. <laughs> what? God, find something else. A new angle, a new bit, anything. I don't know. Just... For Christ's sake. You just asked if I sold anything on I, Facebook Marketplace. I asked if a simple question. You ever used Marketplace to sell something? And I said pictures of you. You turned mom. into a mom joke. Yes, I heard you. And I said that they... Very proud of it. They pay extra if they're signed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I heard you. She likes to say something. Snappy. Mm, something snappy. Right. Something to get them hooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought this week maybe at least you were you were going after Snow Cone's mom a little bit yesterday. I thought that could. Well, it's her birthday. Last exactly, yeah. and she's still it's her birthday week. <laughs> it is. She's a young young woman. They celebrate birthday weeks now. That's what they, they do. Does your mom celebrate birthday week? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. speaking of women, Laszlo, yeah. I thought of you when I saw this. And I know I say that a lot, but I think about you a lot, my man. Did you see this this thing about the TikTok trend? I don't have TikTok because I'm out of space on my phone. But Snowcomb's got like a billion followers, and he, he sent he, he sends me all this stuff because he's a Kanye he, stand. He sent me something last night from TikTok that was uh, all these uh, former NFL coaches and players. Oh yeah, and they were right. interviewing him and saying, you know, what stadium is the toughest to play in? And this was from the NFL TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah NFL, NFL TikTok. TikTok yeah. It wasn't like a Chiefs thing, and all of them said Arrowhead. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Arrowhead by far. And even like, uh, wasn't there a former Raiders player? Like, man, back it was Jimmy Raiders Johnson in Oakland. And, uh, yeah, I think like a former Raider player. Point yeah. is, he's got TikTok. Mm-hmm. So he's probably seen this. I'm sure I have. You, do you see the, all these trends? You know, hey, follow this trend. I create most of them. Right. That's true. Secretly. Uh, well, there's this trend where Gen Z girls, and you'll have to use your laptop here. You're going to want to get ready. Gen Z girls are giving makeup tutorials on how to make it look like you've been crying. Yep, that was mine. That was yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've never, personally... Why? Personally, I prefer a smile and a good mood. Laszlo, he's, he, he, run, you know, he likes it all, baby. He likes it all. <laughs> I like it all, baby. And he's not opposed... No, I like a good cry. ...to a little letting it out. You know, and now they can fake letting it out with these makeup tips. You know how we look good when we cry? Here's how to get the look with makeup. You know how we so look we good when we cry? we soft lip, right? We're going in with a soft-spoken lip by M Cosmetics. Next, it's really a monochromatic moment. I'm going in with a double-cheeked-up palette by Fenty Beauty. Over my eyes, under my eyes, on my cheeks, and of course, my nose. Next, we're recreating that glisten in our eyes with some liquid glitter on the bottom lash line and my favorite vinyl effect by About Face. Put it where you want shine. The Cupid's bow is a great area. The lashes got to be curled, okay? It just completes the look, but most of all, the gloss. You know I only read New York Post because I only have room on my phone for one news outlet. That's right, and that's right now. I choose. And that's, yeah, that's where this article is. Did you see the pictures? Well, I'm trying to. Oh, it's, it's loading? Do you want to see them? It's him? giving me up. So this is her in the beginning, right? She's kind of putting it on. Now that, look. Look at all that red under her eye. Yeah. She definitely looks like she's been crying. She does. And then we can go outdoors if you scroll down here. Look at that. She looks like she yeah. just got over a good cry. And I, at first I thought, crying? What? She starts off by saying, you know how we look good when we cry? True. What? What? If I see someone crying, I get scared. Like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. What are you crying about? The same way I figure you felt about me when I cried at work right. when my girlfriend dumped me. Like, oh well, no, I don't, don't want to be around at this. Work. Okay, but in general, I just feel like I do. I need to console During you. Sex is nice. Oh my god. Jesus Christ, man. I just. I know you're not the only one who says that, but there's just something about it. It. It offends me. Really? <laughs> I think. What is it? How do you feel when you're offended? What does that feel like? Is it like <laughs> uh, shocked? Yeah, like yeah some, I think she looks wrong. hot right there. After, after I mean, the, she's, I'm not, I didn't say it, she said it. You know how we look good right like yeah, that? I'm yeah. just agreeing right, with But her. is she saying that because you've created this? Oh, I created. Yeah, just like, you know, Snowcone takes the fall for this stuff, pretending like he created this crying makeup trend, but it's got to be the older generations. And then these impressionable youths, they go, oh, they like it when we cry. I'll show you some makeup tips.
to make it look like you've been crying. I mean, this was not a thing for Gen X or millennials. Girls did not come to school and put on makeup to look like they've been crying. No, can, can you imagine, Laszlo? It's yes, your sophomore yes. year. Yes. This is the hot new trend, crying yeah. makeup. Yes. Every girl that you were, just think of all those girls. Remember that girl the first time she wore that skirt and the nylons? You've told me about her a million times. I feel like I know her, even though I've never even seen a photo of her. She's tattooed on my brain. The girl that, that got you horny the first time in that skirt yeah, yeah, and nylons. Yeah. yeah. Imagine she walks into class. I can't right And now. she's got that on. I know. Her one eye's all red. Her lashes are all curled. She's it's like yeah. dried water. She just got done crying. Yeah. That, yeah. that does something for you, doesn't it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Well, I, don't, I expect you to explain. Right. Do I need to? Maybe I the, wanted to maybe a therapist this. would tell me. Well, let's pretend maybe like we're because therapists. because the first time I had sex, she cried. And, and that didn't scare you? Or you just think you maybe some wires got well, of crossed. Of course, I was like, "Are you okay?" And then she was like, "Yes, yes, yes. Like everything's great. It's just this, you know." And then she started to explain. We continued to have sex, so maybe the wires got crossed <laughs> there. <laughs> we continued. To, that's a pretty glosses over. I said, "Is everything okay?" She's like, "Yes, yes, yes." And so then we continued to have sex. Well, she Obviously, didn't it's say fine. That. She said, "Yes, Obviously yes, yes." <laughs> I'm really having a great time. It's just my uncle right. is what she said. I know, and that's a problem. I've I've had one time that happened to me. I was 16. That scared me away. I said, "Do you want to stop?" And she said, "No." So I why what I don't know. What's my answer there? Well, because you go, "Oh no." Some well, wires we're just are gonna sit down and talk about her uncle. She didn't want to do that. Well, no, but you could do something else. Do you want to watch? Do you want to watch a movie? Well, you want to calm down. She said no. She didn't want to stop, and it was clear she didn't want to stop. You want me to hug you? Do you want to talk about? She this? She did not want to talk about it, and she said that. Yes. Well, then that's it when was those, obvious. So those wires got crossed. Right. It was clear that both parties that she did not want to stop. You're so impressionable. Right. You know, so those wires got crossed. I was all those 15 first years old, 16 years old. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, Snow Cone isn't as open, so he won't tell us what his are. But I, everyone has some wires that are crossed somewhere, right? Right. Yours was Mine's rubbing, nylons, yeah, right? rubbing I mean, that old course. lady's feet. And why you still uh, love you, feet okay, and old well, women. You t- see, I don't. I mean, not, do I don't dislike feet. old women. You do like old women's feet. I like nylons. And feet. I like if they're in nylons, sure. Anything no, you like anything. You put pantyhose on your me. head. You put pantyhose on your head, Laszlo, and we're sitting here long enough. <laughs> I'm going to put on crying makeup. I'm just saying. That, there's nothing wrong with it, but your wires got crossed. I understand. I'm admitting it. I'm just trying to be honest about it instead of exaggerating it. Yes, I do like uh, skin and nylons. Uh, apparently, you like the look of someone in distress, <laughs> which is just as someone who doesn't have those well, wires maybe crossed. That, well, maybe it's that I feel like I'm helping. <laughs> Yeah, right. Someone is vulnerable. Yeah. They need help. Here you, I am. Because I know natural. you. That's what you like to do. When you see someone crying somewhere, you yeah. go, I want to go make sure that person's okay. Well, maybe that's why when you do it, it disgusts me. Because you're afraid you're going to get turned on. No, oh, Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe I'm like, only women do this. We just had a breakthrough. I cried at work. Lazo's feeling something. He can't <laughs> describe it. Uh, uh. And he goes, don't cry at work. Go home. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, ah, stop crying at work. Right. Quit doing that. That's not allowed. Here we are 21 years later, 20 years later, whatever it is. And we realize it's because he got his (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, Laszlo, keep an eye out for that makeup trend. And if anyone wants to practice and see if it's working, go ahead and fire those photos up to Laszlo. He'll rate you on a scale of 1 to 10. All right, cry or not. (laughs) Cry or or not. The church shot, Laszlo. Yo. Yo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, all these... People have podcasts and shows and stuff. They do the emails. Let's yeah. go to the emails. Yeah, let's hit that email box, emails. baby. Let's do it. I don't really check emails. Snowcone does, but I do check uh, Instagram. And I've been saving. Have you ever checked our podcast email? 
Yeah, yeah, he does. Have, is there anything good in there? Uh, a little bit here and there. Talking to someone next week about some stuff. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, keep it a surprise. Oh, talking to someone next week about some stuff. Yeah, I bring it to you guys when, uh, yeah, when, I'm, got when it's a show thing. Really That's right. Don't, don't, don't want exactly. to break your hearts. I want to let you know that exactly. I got some stuff Cooking up on. something big. That's right. <laughs> something big. Yeah. No, don't. Look, don't push me on this couch, okay? <laughs> That's right. I bring it to you when it's ready. I don't want to jinx it. I'm not it. trying to waste your time. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, do I'll go ahead and lay it all out. Bullet points. When it gets done. I just got I got a new binder here. Yep. Want to make sure I cross so, it all my T's and dot all my J's. <laughs> so, Cone, gonna, you're the best at what you do. I'm gonna, what it is, what it is, we don't know, but <laughs> but it seems promising. Yeah, but I promise real you, promising. do a good job. Work real hard. So, Cone, why are you getting mad? We rib you because we love you. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, look, he's mad. <laughs> he's, I get it. He just looked up from the table and goes, "I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it." Well, guys, Sorry, I, just, I can't you know, stop. Sorry. Sorry. Don't forget it then. I just I guess I just won't put in all the effort to try to make this thing out, but you guys would have really liked it. You can make fun of me, Snow Cone. You it's made fun of me cool. yesterday off the air. You should have said that on the air. You were right. Snow Cone said that every day when we're getting ready to do Doom Scroll, and I go, What the hell are we doing? Oh, we're getting ready to Doom Scroll. He's like, You say that every single day. Oh yeah, it's true. I was like, Oh, that's true. I've never noticed that. Why didn't you say that earlier? And he's like, Oh, I'm just telling you now. I was like, Okay. You could make fun See, that's the thing you could make fun of me for on the air. You could do that. But instead, you're upset. You can make fun of the fact that you masturbate to old ladies' feet. Right. There's a lot of material here. I am in no way superior to you. Uh, but we I mean, do start have Instagrams. Move outward. Snowcone checks the email, which is, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Toxic and problematic I, I at Gmail. Yeah, that's for our podcast. Toxic and problematic. For the first time. <laughs> Toxic and problematic at gmail.com. Snowcone checks that. I forgot the password. <laughs> Laszlo has an Instagram. It's called I Love It When You Cry. Uh, what is it? At I Love It When You Cry? I don't know. Oh, at Laszlo the Buzz. I, I do right? like I Love It When You Cry. That's a t-shirt. Make that happen. That's a vast song. And, oh, that is a good Remember song, that? too. Yeah. Like Seattle guy? Maybe uh, that's it, too. That is a great song. Right? Yeah. What is it? Is it I Love It When You Cry or I'm Happy oh. You Cry? Or I think it, what is that song called, Snow Cone? When You Cry. Hold on here. Vast When You Cry. I think it's I love it when you cry. Uh, pretty when you cry. Oh, so close. Let's listen to that. Let's listen to that, and then when we get done listening right, to this, right. I want to read you some of these uh, questions from our inboxes. And please go to uh, Laszlo.Church and follow us on all of our social medias and reach out to us there. The Church of Laszlo. All right, what were we talking about? All right, so as I go through Instagram every now and then, someone sends a question. And I say, you know, okay, thanks. Hey, we'll try and get to that. Oh, sure, yeah. I screenshot it, and I save. It's our form of, like, emails. Sure. Because I don't check my email that often. Do you? Oh, uh, no. Someone has to text me and say, I sent you an email three days ago. Yeah, and that's really when I go it. back and look. Otherwise, yeah. it's just too much. I just count on snow cone getting them all. It's careful. Yeah. Careful. He's not. I can tell he's not in a. Really working on something big for you guys. He, he's not in a laughing at it mood. He's not. See how forced that smile is? Uh-huh. You see that? That was very forced. Uh, don't it's you okay, feel like. Guys. You can make fun of me, whatever you But I'm telling you, this is big, big, big. <laughs> don't you feel. Look at that. Now, there's a serious face. Don't you feel like since they demoted us, though, you care even less about the email? Uh, like, yeah. way less. I didn't care about it before. But yeah. I know you sort of didn't, but come on. <laughs> I never did. D- don't you care less about it now? Like, I don't care. Oh, you sent me an email? Great. Yeah. I don't know. There's something to that. So, But I do read all of our, or at least all my Instagram messages. I know you read all your Snow Cone mm-hmm. Reads Us, uh, the Church of Lazlo's, right? I check that sometimes, too. So, But I just screenshot these questions, and I save them for you, Lazlo. You ready? Don't pick on him because he's down. 
He sees your weakness, Snowcone. You gotta come doing. up with a better fake smile than that. I'm sorry. And act like this isn't bothering you. He look at him. He is I know, like I see it. he is like a pack of dogs circling <laughs> a weak animal. That's what he, I think, well he can't stop staring at you. I know. He just keeps looking in the Move other on, studio like questions, oh, my god. Look I at think, the face. Look think, at it. I think the boss smells blood, blood in the water. He's just waiting to do it. I think the boss smells blood in the water. He hasn't looked at me once. I better really check the email. If he finds out, I've never checked. <laughs> there's not in the email. Man. Uh, there's no. nothing in there. Oh, there is no. Watch your watch no your, one's email. I'm just gonna go ahead and bleep myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> watch it. I'm okay, making, okay, I'm okay. My job even harder. I don't want him to quit. He does a lot of stuff. I don't want him to quit. What? what? <laughs> just stop. He can't quit. Why is he going to quit? Because you're going to piss him off. He's angry right now. Look at how much nicotine he's using. Why are you so angry? I got to vape this thing. My damn pod's leaking again. <laughs> I've been there, man. Those pods leak oh, on those man. things all the time. You got to switch, Snowcone. Get us an endorsement. Okay. My nerves are shot, All right. Bro. All right. He's a real Snowcone, <laughs> here. Do you want an NA Budweiser? A zero zero Budweiser? I'm good. Make you feel better. Okay. Lazo, first question. I brought him for everyone. First question. <laughs> Just agree. Right. Truce, dumb. Okay, why? Because I can tell I know the guy. I know, but You're... that's what makes it good. I understand, but there's a line we have to walk. I because if he leaves, I have to do his job. Because you don't know how. And I don't want to do his job. It's a lot of stuff. It's like constant just computers and saving and clicking and doing this and bleeping because oh. you've got a foul mouth. Oh, Keith. <laughs> Keith, I don't know where he is. Me I'd like to get a hold of him. Not to replace you, Snowcone. That's not possible. Okay. First question, Laszlo. Yeah. Why is it that Whiteman, and this, this is a girl I follow. I won't say her name because she said this happened to her at work, which is why she sent okay. the question. We're white men, so she asked us. Sure. Why is it specifically white men think it's okay to grab a server or bartender's leg or ass? While they're working. I don't think white men do. Some of them do. I mean, I'd some of them do, but I got to think that's ever, like, there's a very small minority of all types of people. Sure, but I'm with her that when I see these white videos. White guys are doing it? It's always white guys. Snowcone, you see those videos on Reddit, right? Of the white guys grabbing the girls' asses at bars? No. No? Uh -uh. Oh, he's it's, not playing he's with you like, He's like, he's never like, heard I don't know. Never, never seen it. Oh, I've seen him. It's the, the, I've never seen it either. Yeah, it's usually, it looks like a sports bar. So I, mean, I mean, they're obviously With drunk. the exception of Urban Meyer. There was there was the girl, there was actually the one girl. Remember that, the Urban Meyer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there was the one girl that got, I, I think, went pretty viral, where the guy, he walks by the server station, and she's typing something in the computer, and he just grabs the squeezes her ass. By the way, that was really good. It was smart on your part. What? Because he's like, if I just tell, I if I, I just, just stay don't out know of what he's talking about, I know, about. but, but if you say that, I don't know what you're talking about. You know that turn that could turn off. around where I'd <laughs> right. then be like, see, he Sebastian, just, you're an idiot. And then oh. me and you would be on the same That's side again. That's 100% what he's doing. <laughs> of course I it is. Don't I know don't know. I've never seen a guy nowhere. grab a girl's ass in my life. Well, you said, <laughs> you said these videos thing. on Reddit yeah. of right. white guys grabbing girls' yeah. asses. Yeah. No idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. So, right. no, so I've there never are seen quite it a few, either. There are quite a few of these. And one of them... Now you're just making stuff up, you dumb dumb. No, and there's a famous one. He's an idiot, isn't he, Snowcone? There you go. Good work, Snowcone. Is he dumb? Yeah, he's dumb. My dad was right. Uh, if you go on right now, if you just Google uh, white guy grabbing ass, no, you didn't. Just go, uh, girl. I would say girl kicks guy's ass who grabs her ass. I don't know. There's a shorter way to do okay. that. Snow cones the internet guy. You haven't seen that <laughs> video? A shorter way to do that. She walks. He walks by, and I don't know. He looks like he's maybe it's Urban Meyer, mid thirties, mid thirties white guys from a group of guys. He gets up, walks over like he's gonna go to the oh, restaurant. I, I have You've seen, seen that. One. And she yeah, beats yeah. him up. Okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people were sharing security footage of. Guys that just walk by and they grab girls' asses. Now, look, 
I've been to the strip club many times. I like a gentleman's club. Okay, like I'm pro sex work. I'm whatever wave, what, whatever wave feminist that is. That's what I am. Where you can pay for sex. I think w- women should have control over their own bodies. Yeah. And and you should be able to purchase it. But and you, Lazo's gonna bust my balls and say I'm a liar. But when I go to the strip club, and if you're being honest, Lazo, you know it's true because I know you're the same way. I know you. You go to the strip club, you sit down, the girls come up, they're trying to get you to buy a VIP, a lap dance, or whatever. When they do that, there are certain guys at the club that are constantly just reaching up, grabbing, squeezing ass. Oh, yeah, talk to me. What are you saying? They rub their legs. I am not that person. You are not that person. No. I've been with you. You basically have to but I grab do like my a little arm. Rub, a, rub a leg. Yes, but you have to take me oh, by yeah, the yeah, hand yeah, sure. and put it on wherever sure. you want me to touch. Yeah. You're the same way. I am. I've been with you. I know that that's what you do. It's the exact same thing. You... Uh, we are not the kind of guys that just go, oh, let me just, yeah, I mean, right. oh, you're talking to me? But there are so many guys that you see at a strip club that do that. So now we're moving out of a strip club. We're not even in sex work. We're just at a regular restaurant or bar. What is wrong with these guys that yeah, go up to that. a girl and grab their ass? Yeah, don't like, do that. What do you think is running through their What do you think they think is going to happen? Just this is my one chance to touch a girl? Or do they think maybe this is a way to one in a thousand she's going to say, ooh. No. Ooh, baby. I, I think it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Right. I don't have it. I would, I, to me, that looks, when I see it, I go, good Lord, what is wrong with you? What if your mom saw you do that? Your dad saw you do that? I mean, and I understand that you're drunk. I think I've it's done a showing of, dominance type of thing. I, I think guess? it's Right, yeah. I don't love it. I don't have the self-confidence. But, but I asked her, I said, because I said, did this happen? She goes, yes, it happened to me today at work. Hmm. And, I'm just, and she said, it happens often. I'm like, yeah, I don't get that. If I'm honest. And I don't, hopefully don't have any friends that do that. I've never seen one of my friends do that. And I know, Lazo, again, that you are like me. When we go there, it's like, okay. Uh, and they, But, yes, I want to touch you. Yes, but, but you I need you permission. to be very specific about right. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I can't talk about that one. Uh, uh, next story, or next question. Lazo, of all the bands you've hung out with, yeah. uh, what is, and they're asking all of us, but of all the bands that we've hung out with, what's the most fun or most impressed or coolest experience you've had hanging out with a band? Who was it? What was the situation? Electric Lady with Glass Animals. That's it? That was a good oh, oh, one. Oh, Glass Animals. Yes, okay. Sorry. I don't know why we said Electric Lady. I was thinking of that band, Electric Six. And I'm like, you're going to go with that band? <laughs> I think you and I being together at that, at that venue or at that studio. Yeah. I knew that it was a big deal. I, and then when I told Snowcone about it, he's like, dude, you were at Electric Lady? I'm like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. And then he starts explaining it to me. And he's like... Yeah, dude. Yeah, the keyboard really I was touching deal. was the one that you know Stevie Wonder used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am a little mad at you because you were like, we need to get out of here. Well, it was are 5 o'clock weird. in the morning you and know, there's things a are lot of drugs. The guy kept coming up and asking if we were cops. I'm not a cop. I, I got know. nothing to hide. I'm not. I will do this blow I know, with you right now. I just felt like people were getting a little weird. They were doing you know it off I mean? records. They put records on the, on the turntable and they started playing music and then they put the blowout. Yeah. I think that's got to be probably number one, but I will say I really love the band Placebo, and I, I had this fear that they were maybe kind of, uh, you know, standoffish. I don't know, right. just just based on what he looks like in his stage presence and what little bit I know about him. And when he came and did a show for us, I think it was for Halloween. Uh, after the show, he came up. Uh, or actually, I guess he came backstage where we were sitting. There was nobody back there. It was like a room that we had for staff. And he starts talking to us. And then the rest of the band shows up. The other guys show up. And then they wanted to go out after the show. And I have to admit, I'd had, I was so honored and so like, this is, this is not what I was expecting from these right. guys at all. That when they went out, some of the other people from work went out, and I just took the fork in the road and left. I was right. like, I don't want to ruin this. Sure, I'll get good. drunk and make a fool of myself, but being able to hang out with them was cool. Uh, okay, we already did this one. I'm going to skip that question. Oh, yeah. I thought this was an interesting question. This guy says, as a young guy... 
He's in his early 20s. Growing up, seeing all these concerts that he wants to go see, a lot of them are too expensive. Sure. So, you know, he can't go see all of them. He said, as, as someone who's been to all of these shows or a lot right. of these shows, do you think it's worth the ticket price for the person that actually has to pay it? Are shows, are concerts worth it? What's, like, what's the ratio that you would say of shows that you go, yeah, I'd say this percentage is worth it? I think it really depends on who you're into. And he also right. said something about, or is it just a status symbol to say, I went to right. this show? Which, yes, that's definitely part of it. I'm it not going to lie. That's if you really like them. Yeah. And depending on the ticket price, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Is it worth 200 bucks for you to see Billy Joel? Once. Right. Yeah, once. I mean, you know, the police. Yeah. Yes. But a lot of those, what you really remember, unfortunately, are the ones where you're like, man... I saw Nirvana at this small thing. You didn't know. So you didn't know what you were seeing. That's it. You know, and that doesn't mean that those shows, they get better. The bands get better. The shows get bigger. They get, you know, that's why it gets pricier. Yeah. And I get it. So you want to see those too. But yeah, I, you know, if you really like the band, sure. I would say too, because I, I base this on regrets, because I got to go see these bands, right? Mm-hmm. I had uh, plans to go see The Cure, uh, I don't know, 2015, right, something sure. like that. They were playing outdoors at uh, Starlight in Kansas City, and I thought I basically I thought I had tickets. I thought the person I was going with had tickets. This is the dumbest story. And the day of the show, he's like, "Cool, you know, do you just want to do you have digital tickets? Can you send them to me, or do you want to give them to me?" And I was like, "I thought you had the tickets." Oh. So I'd been playing on this, and then I try and do the sour grapes thing, like, "Well, you know, I'll go see him next time." But thus far, there wasn't really a next time. No. I mean, everyone told me what a great show it was. Brooke went to that show. Right. And great I had been planning too. on it. Yeah. And so I think if it's a band you really love, and especially if they're getting older, right. or if you just don't know, if you think like this band might break up, I, I think even if you're, I think what this guy's asking is, is it about the experience more or is it about the, I both. saw it? And both. I think it's both. Right. And I think it's both. okay sometimes for it to be more about, right. I was there. I'm going to yeah, be honest. For sure. I mean, you saw uh, Wu Tang Rage Against the Machine. That makes me I angry. Did. Why does it make you angry? Because when I went and saw them, uh, uh, Wu-Tang was off the bill. So oh. I, I had to go see Rage, and then I saw Wu-Tang later. That was such a famous tour, or yeah, infamous tour, that. and you got to see them together. I do. You know? There's stuff like that where I think it's it, I, I think it's okay to buy the T-shirt and just say I was there. But as far as, like, what is the most fun you've had at an actual concert? Not about based well, on only later. Only to make you mad, Rage and Wu-Tang was Shut unbelievable. <laughs> no, Unbelievable. You, you make a good point with the Nirvana thing. You know, years later, you go, wow, yeah, that's you look back on it, but you didn't know it then. But what about while you're there going, holy crap, this is something. Wow, oh, man. My, my bands are b bands that are so ridiculous, you wouldn't, and that's what it ends up being, maybe because of the expectations, but we did a show a long time ago, maybe 2003. And Cypress Hill was there. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, of course. And Be Real comes out, and and they blow up that big Buddha. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this show, and I don't know what it was. I think they opened for Blink. Okay, yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, this is a ton of fun. Kings I'm having of a Leon blast. At the Beaumont. That was fun. Yeah. But that's, that's also kind of on one like, oh. where you look back. Yeah, yeah. well, you're watching, like, oh, this, this band is better than I thought. Well, there's that too. Right. There's just like when the, you're like, watching them, and you're oh, like, I, I kind of like that Molly's Chamber song. Yeah. And then they come out and they play the, you know, whatever music they haven't that they've recorded, right? Yeah. Uh, and you're like, wow, this is really good. Right. And there was that. This is the looking back part and the bragging part. There's nobody there. Right. Seven people. <laughs> it's like seven people. Right. And uh, then I think. Actually, and I don't want to get sued, but I, I feel like there were so few people there. We had something organized to do, like a meet and greet. And what's the lead singer's name? Caleb, right? Yeah. He didn't want to come out. 
Yeah, right. So the other guys came out, and they were very gracious and very nice. Right. They said he wasn't feeling well, but we all thought, he's not coming out because nobody showed up. Right. And it took them a long time to break through. So that might be closer to – that might be – what do you think? You obviously saw Nirvana. I don't know for me – Every show I went to, basically, you were there. I don't know what mine was. The I, Killers? Yeah, except that I didn't go to the one at the Hurricane with 300 mm. people. I went three weeks later in Lawrence, oh. which still there was only 500 people there. Right, yeah. But you saw them at a tiny bar yeah. with the max capacity of like 280 or something. And it wasn't full. And it wasn't even full. No. And that was Oh, that. you saw, uh, what's his name, Corey Feldman. That was amazing. Right, yeah. Hold on to that. Put that in your I pocket. I should. I saw he's been on Instagram a lot lately. Yeah, he got a song that, that charted, so Put good that for in him. Your pocket. Now, final question here, and we can just end it at this, and you can just say, I'm not answering, and we can move on, or you can answer it. Someone said, I want to know about everyone you've had sex with at work. Uh, Obviously, you married someone you worked with. Yeah, so take that off the table. So then you get out of that. Is uh, there anything else? That, nobody uh, else. That's it. That's not it. No, no, no. That's not it. Through that's it. Someone that worked here, or or you know, worked here at least for a little bit. I know, I know. There's really? at least one more. That I thought worked you still, here. Yeah, I thought you still talked. Well, you know, yeah, worked here. No, so going, you know what I'm talking about, right? I don't. Here he goes again. <laughs> I really don't. I don't <laughs> either. Like I can't think of anybody. Here, here's my. Oh, they didn't work here. Well. I want to be careful, but yes, they did. They were an intern. Oh, see, when you say it like that, I feel like... But I thought you meant like someone that we worked with. You know what I mean? Like, Not that an intern is bad or different, but I was just like, they weren't like a a co-worker. I didn't know them when they worked here. Well, they hung banners and came to shows with us. I didn't know them, and then it was 10 years later. Yeah. Right? Like, I didn't have, there was no like, you know, we're co-workers or anything. Is that it then? Yeah. There's only two I knew. Snow cone? Nope. He's, he's shaking his head. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what a coworker is. He's giving the wrap it up symbol. That's fine, Snow Cone. That's fine. Hey, we'll just end it. Uh, good show, interns. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.